Dave, we have a movie star yes. on the uh, line today. Uh, a movie star who's in uh, a movie called Cold Meat, and I've I've been watching the trailer. It, all right, this is gonna give. Is you it a, about a deli? Cold meat. It, it's sort of about a deli. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little uh, taste of what the, the trailer sounds like. Here we go. When I was a child, here you go. My mother Thank told you. me that humans are capable of the best and the worst. She was wrong. Some are only capable of the worst. The natives have a legend about those people. A legend as old as the mountains of this region. They say that in time of famine, an evil spirit comes out of the woods to possess those who had cannibalized the flesh of their peers. And right, right. <laughs> so it's a comedy. Yeah, right. Dom DeLuise. Is, is Jim Carrey in this, I wonder? It actually looks pretty darn intense and exciting, and we're going to find out more about it because we have the star of that movie. Uh, Nina. Nina. Yes. Nina, we're going to get to you in just a moment, but, you know, uh, this is required uh, on our behalf. We have to do this. We'll be right in there. Hang on one second. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Man Celebrity Interview with Rick and Dave. Okay, Nina, we got you on now. Our, our distinguished guest this week, Dave, is an actress. Uh, we'll talk about some of her memorable roles, but she's also a singer, songwriter, model, just like you, Dave. <laughs> um, she's born in Denmark. Hey, Nina, did you just laugh at that? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> hey, I, hey, no, I was uh, laughing okay. with you, not at you. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we're on the same team. I'm yeah. telling you right uh-huh. now. Uh, <laughs> she is born in Denmark, making her the second Dane to appear on this show. We have TV's Dane Placco, uh, <laughs> yeah. Chicago legend on here also uh thanks for being on the show nina bergman hi so you've already gotten a chance to uh laugh with us off the air Uh, we've got some fun stuff coming but we also have some very serious questions and and one of the things is i know that you were born into the creative world tell everybody about your famous grandfather (laughs) okay um well he you know, was um, in Ivan the Terrible. He was Chekhov's, um, you know, protege, and he was one of Russia's greatest actors. So uh, it was quite intimidating growing up and then having, uh, you know, a dad who was a professor at the Danish Film School. So, yeah, it was all very intimidating growing up, having those two male figures in my life. I bet. So, you know, your childhood sounds fascinating it's london moscow new york city hey let me ask you first pint when was the first how old were you when you drank your first pint in london were you there in the i was 14 when i was in london okay so you were like 11 then probably with your first (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but this is off the record you know no one's gonna hear unless it's okay no one i mean in in denmark you know you, you you're allowed to drink when you're 15 i think now 16 yeah. You know, but everything in Denmark moves a little faster, I feel like. In Denmark? You know. In Denmark. Yes, yes. You know, you start drinking a little earlier. You, yeah, everything, you, you, you mature a little faster, it feels like. Yeah. You know, you're, you're more self-sufficient um, because we bike around, you know, the city. We all have bicycles and 
we do pretty much what we want at a very young age. So we're very, uh, it's a little different, you know, here in California, you're stuck with your parents that have to drive you everywhere. So that's true. It is a lot different. Um, Yeah. So, you know, you were traveling around Europe uh, with your, Mm -hmm. with your Russian grandparents, which are just fascinating. Tell us a little bit about your, your, you know, your childhood. And it sounds wonderful. It just, it seems like you were exposed to so many wonderful cultural things. I, yeah, I just, uh, you know, was a performer and born into it. So, uh, you know, I I started dancing ballet when I was four and then I performed with my grandmother, you know, I started performing with her and then I was just, um, always performing, traveling and, um, you know, when you're a kid, you don't know, I mean, I didn't know anything different, Right. You know, so so it wasn't like it sounds, I think, more glamorous than it is. I mean, I wanted to play with the other kids and have a normal life, but I was always performing, rehearsing, taking classes, you know. Uh, so it, it's I, I think, you know, you always want what you don't have. I just wanted a normal childhood. And, you know, now, of course, I am very grateful that I had a life like that I did. But, yeah, it was um, it was very interesting and isolating as a kid. Because I know, was touring a lot and traveling. Mm-hmm. I had a similar uh, up, upbringing. I, I, my, my parents came to me one day when I was like 10 and said, we're moving to Germany. And, and, you know, oh, wow. and I spoke German because my parents were German immigrants. So we, we lived in West Germany and, and uh, moved around in Germany. Uh, but it, it was just like being yanked out of school one day mm. and moved to a totally different culture. So I kind of understand sort of what you're going through other than the performing part. And the uh, ballet, yeah. Well, the ballet, you have. I'm pretty smooth. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty smooth. So you know, I we tell you, you're in a bunch of serious uh, uh, things like cold meat, but you're you're also mm-hmm. you've also got some comedy uh, chops. chops. I, I've noticed that. I looked at your list of uh, appearances. You did a bunch of comedy bits on late night talk shows. You were on Leno and and Craig Ferguson and James Corden. Uh, Tell us about how you got into that and if you have any favorite memories from that time. Yeah, uh, Craig Ferguson is my favorite. Um, You know, I was hired as a model to come on the show and say two words. Uh And then they realized, oh, this girl can act and she can talk. So they just kept having me on as different characters and skits. And, um, you know, Craig Ferguson, the way he works is he has a lot of writers that write the skits, but ultimately... He gets to decide. So a lot of times we would just kind of ad lib and, um, you know, know the scenario and then we would just kind of go with it. So I got to play a lot of, uh, you know, it's like improv class on TV with amazing talent. So, uh, yeah, it was a it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. So Ferguson's from uh, Scotland, right? Is he? uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He has a Scottish accent. Yeah. So, I mean, they're all. You know, that that was just the freest show where um, he kind of let you do what you wanted to do, where some of the other shows are a little more structured and right. scripted, and you kind of got to stick with the script. Right. And, and Jay Leno, yeah. you were on 63 times, I see. So. Yeah, I don't know why they put 63. I wasn't on all of them, but I, I, I mean, I did so many, I, I don't even know how many. 
Okay. I did a lot, yeah, playing all different kinds of uh, characters. Um, I'm sure people eventually would be like, that's the same girl that pretends to be in the audience. <laughs> she was a baker yesterday. <laughs> Wait a yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, people are going to know. Now I'm like from France. I'm like a, you know, and then all of a sudden I'm like, you know, one of the crew members. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I played all, you know. All different kind of characters. Are you saying those are staged bits? <laughs> right, right. I'm so sorry. To, oh my yeah, God. yeah. Wow. It's Hollywood. It's okay. all staged. Okay. You know you. Yeah. I'm looking through your. You have worked with some of the creme de la creme of the industry. You've got uh, John Malkovich, which of course, yeah, is our Chicago buddy here. Um, Eric Roberts, David Arquette. Uh, yeah. Just tell. So we're, I'm going to let you, you play your, co, we're going to play co-star roulette. Um, okay. Just pick any of your name. Well, you're going to actually do it. I don't have a wheel here. So, <laughs> so visual, visualize a big wheel and spin it. And just okay. to, to give it, yeah. Ooh, that's, yeah, I could tell you do voice acting. She's staging, I, I, she's I, this <laughs> bit. Wow. Yeah, but I'm running out of breath. You have to like say stop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no, keep going. No, he never stops. Keep going. Never uh, stop. Um. <laughs> what else can you do? Right, can you do a Jalopnik? You don't want to know. Okay. Yeah, no way. This is, a, this is a, you know, we could do anything on podcast. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no rules. There are no rules here. So so spin your wheel. Okay. Uh, although, were you, okay. truth be told, you kind of like doing this, don't you? She does. You can you're, tell you're she kinda, does. Yeah, this is, yeah, it's all my singing lessons are paying off. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Tell us a story yeah. about one of these one of these great mm. actors that you work with. You know, special points with John Val- Malkovich, which is one of my yeah. all time favorite Chicago actor. Yes, um, but it sounds like you want to hear something about John, huh? Not well, great. he did yeah. kind of say that, but you know, it, <laughs> but you did the whole roulette wheel yeah, thing. Exactly. So. We're going to give you some leeway. Here. <laughs> it's all well, about you, Nina. Forget it. <laughs> whatever you want to talk about is fine. Well, we can we can start with I do have a funny uh, John story because um, I was shooting in Zurich with him and um, it was like my first big, uh, you know, part. I was the lead in it playing across from John and I was like a little bit starstruck and I was too scared to say hi to him uh, when we first got introduced. And and so he's like, you know, he's, you know, kind of interesting. He's one of those guys I remember at lunch. He would sit and eat a tomato with a knife and fork <laughs> kind of guy. Yeah. While <laughs> muttering something that you don't know. We make him a little odd here in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's just very, I would call him eccentric. Yeah. He's just very eccentric, one of a kind, but a brilliant actor. You know, a brilliant actor. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk, yes. let's talk about cold meat because uh, yeah. you worked with another familiar face in that movie, and that's Alan Leach from Downton Abbey. Uh, yes. A bit of a different role for him. Um, we played part of the trailer uh, in our show open. It looks like a pretty dark movie. And I know you describe yourself as an adrenaline junkie. Do you, mm-hmm. do you enjoy uh, horror films as a viewer? Is it something that you have always liked? Or is this like a new challenge for you? Uh, I hate horror movies. I can't watch them. I am very thin-skinned. I get nightmares. Uh, I mean, watching cold meat for the first time i got scared and i screamed and i'm 
you know, one of the leads in it and I know what's <laughs> coming. You know what's and I still happen. got scared. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still screaming and jumping and getting scared. I just, you know, I didn't grow up with TV. I wasn't allowed to watch TV. Oh, wow. So uh, I was 12 the first time, like I watched a movie. So uh, it was, um, uh, you know, I, I just, yeah, horror movies. I, it's not that I don't like them. I just can't. I will have nightmares for two weeks, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so you were not you were not allowed to watch television until you were twelve. Yeah, Dave and I watched yeah. only television until <laughs> yeah. we were twelve. That's how I learned English was through <laughs> Batman reruns. Uh, so I mean, tell us a little bit about that if you don't mind. That had to have been. Did you not have a television, or was it that uh, that your parents just felt it was a bad influence? Well, my dad didn't want to stifle my creativity, so oh, I wow. was not allowed to listen to pop music unless it was like Stevie Wonder or Michael Jackson or something that was approved, wow. uh, because he did. You know, so I only did the Beatles. To really, did the Beatles make the, the Beatles? List? The Beatles made it. Okay. Um, you know, but more like my dad was more into like Pink Floyd oh. and oh, okay. uh, those kind of bands. Uh, you know, like the '70s kind of uh, Jimi Hendrix and those kind of Wait, stuff. Wait, can I but... ask you a question that is going to yeah. kill both Dave and I? How, how old is your dad? Uh, my dad is seventy-two. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's okay. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. All right, carry on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's he's old, so older, older. So gentlemen. tell me about the approval pro process. Did you have to like? You yeah. Know, did you did you did you fill out a form and say, Dad, I want to listen to the Who here or whatever? No, I, I just know. wasn't allowed to. I, I I he would just turn you know like I my favorite band was you know Linkin Park okay. and stuff like that and that's just noise you know right, right. yes you know they just screams and that just that's noise so your dad so, said no and then you just obeyed him um well you know I you know because you know <laughs> he's a big fan here but we've I'm, each I'm got sure we've gonna... each got three kids and that doesn't happen in our house <laughs> no no I you know I did whatever I had to do but at home you know yeah you know it was classical music you know um they, they, we, my dad was obsessed with Nina Hagen okay um a guy named Andreas Vollenweider or whatever oh my so, gosh yeah these are all these the these German stars Yes, so it was like a, a lot of that kind of stuff, and then a lot of classical music, jazz, blues, um, you know, and and because he wanted didn't want to stifle my creativity. And remember, I was working a lot. Yeah, right. I was always in classes working. Um, so yeah, I didn't do you know a lot of what normal well, kids do, I guess. Well, this is a good point to talk about your music. You are yeah. You're you're a musician. You are um, it, for forever basically right are you yeah, yeah. are you now touring with a band or are, you have a band now or no i had to i had to stop because it was like having two lovers it was like i would be out with my band and then i would miss my acting and then i would go back and do my acting and then i would miss being on the road and then and i couldn't do both so music, it, yeah. music so got the cut um, yes i had to commit i had to marry one and and i just couldn't be you know, it's three to six months on the road. Yeah, right. I just couldn't. I lost so many opportunities. And if you think about it, with music, ultimately, I always play the same character, especially in my music, because it's harder. Mm -hmm. It's like that kind of, they call it active rock. Uh -huh. And it's kind of, a you know, a little, I don't know how to say, small-minded thinking. 
in that genre. So you have to fit into a box, you know, to fit in, you know, to the radio stations, the fans. And, uh, and, and it was just like one character. I felt like I I wanted to do more. So I feel like in the acting, yeah. So your dad was right about it stifling your creativity. (laughs) It is, you know, I think, uh, you know, freedom is the key, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I, I felt stifled, you know, I wanted to do, more eccentric things and the band and the audience just weren't they weren't into it I, no okay. no uh, well i assume you miss it right i mean this is was a big part of your life or are you have you have you moved out? um i still i still write um i have a project that i'm working on um this year um that i i can't talk about it yet but i'm doing all the music and uh i'll, I'll always make music i mean i you know it's in my DNA, I, I, I can't not make music. It's just the touring. And then I think, you know, I want to start doing some one-offs again, like, you know, festivals or mm-hmm. events, or I just can't do an album and then promote it for six months. Yeah. That That's the, yeah, the, yeah that's the, the part I, I can't do. And I took a little time off just to focus on the acting. And then now I'm back, you know, doing, trying to juggle doing both. Yeah. So you know, and ask you a couple of quick questions about this okay. the, about this movie because uh, the title "Cold Meat" it certainly uh, kind of grabs you. Uh, the first word is "cold," and if you watch the film, it <laughs> looks like uh, you filmed it in a snowstorm in the mountains. I, where where did you guys film that? We shot it in Canada, Prince George, so it was freezing. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah. And, yes. And and the second word in the title is meat. And I find that kind of funny because you're a vegan and an animal rights activist. And the meat involved in this movie is human meat. Which, yes. <laughs> did that enter your mind while you were filming, making humans think about what they're doing when they eat animals? Was, was that uh, a, an extra layer of depth there in your mind? It's like a total joke on us, right? Um, I, I'm... I, to be completely honest, I love everything about the movie, but I do not understand the title. Oh, oh okay. I, I, I don't, I don't under, I mean, I think technically in the movie, I'm the meat. Right. As when you watch the movie, you'll see why. Uh-huh. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, it was the working title and then it just kept it. You know, it wasn't supposed to be called that. It was just the working title and then. And then now it just became cold meat. And when you watch it, I think it somehow makes sense. I love the title. <laughs> I think that, I mean, it's a grabber. It's a grabber. But people oh. don't know what it is. <laughs> no, they're like, what that's is true. that? That's a good point. And they're like, but maybe that's a good point too. You don't know what it is. And it is very different. This movie is unlike anything I've ever done. So is it out there on any of the streaming services now? Yeah, so it, we had a... An official premiere in England where we couldn't go because it was an actor strike. Ellen and I couldn't do any press. Oh, right. And then they just last Saturday had an online premiere on Kino. So it's streamed there and it's up there until I think the 24th of this month. Okay. Then it's going to have a theatrical release oh, wow. in limited theaters. And okay. then it's going to go to streaming services. Okay. So, so, when, yeah. so when is the theatrical release? Uh, that... So the... It, so they have like a limited, um, if you go to uh, a Kino, that's where it's um, been streaming. Let me just get um, the information for you. Um, 
I should probably should have had if I was professional, <laughs> I would have it. <laughs> so if we were professional, right. we would have had yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I think over the last yeah, 22 I was minutes. Like, isn't that normally something you guys yeah, do? Whatever. And then no, you go, yeah. yeah, and you can watch it at the streaming yeah. service yeah. on yeah. Kino. Yeah. Blah, we, don't blah, really blah, even have, we don't really even have a podcast. It's just Rick right. and Dave yeah. in his basement. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're just like oh. talking to you. It's just a big pretend. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that, 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 but now it all makes sense. Yes, now it all makes sense. You know what? Even better, go to NinaBergman.com, my website, my name, or any of my social media. Everything is right there in my bio, you know, on Instagram, on my website. um, It's NinaBergman.com. It will take you to the site where it says everything beautifully. Yes. So I got one final question. My daughter is going to be, she's a graphic designer, and she's going to study in Copenhagen. In, really? In um, I think June. I think it's about eight weeks. Uh, Lila is her name. She's a avid listener of this podcast, which she isn't. But make her we'll make her listen to this one. Um, <laughs> so what, what should, is there any uh, tips for? Uh, is it a Copenhagen? Is that what? What do you call somebody? Copenhagen, from, mm-hmm, uh, Danish person. Yeah, that that would work. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. What should she do in Copenhagen? Like what? Uh, what you know? Is there anything that that she should specially sh- seek out? Yeah, I mean, you know, she's going there when in the summer? Yeah, I think it's um, like second week of June to like the end of July. Something. Okay, like that. because in the summer is when Denmark comes alive you know because it's so cold and dark in the winter so in the summer like everyone like the whole city just becomes alive and danish people are extremely friendly and open so i mean she can just walk down the street and there's going to be so many activities and people doing things and art shows and uh music and you know it's a very um the the danish community supports the arts so uh they put a lot of emphasis on the arts and you can make a living in Denmark being an artist you know whether it's a musician or whatever you want the Danish government supports you (laughs) that's a novel theory (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah because they believe that it's very important you know Um, art is your culture it saves lives it's it's as important as nurses as anything you know being an artist so it really supports that culture so I think her being a creative I think she's going to Fit right in. Is she gonna come um, back? Is she gonna come back? No, she's gonna find a tall blonde <laughs> Danish guy or whatever she's into. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then she's gonna get her little bicycle and she's gonna bike around in Denmark and. And I'll never see her again. And I'll then just have you'll to never get, see her again. <laughs> just you have two others. Yeah, I got yeah, two I mean, other daughters. Got two fine. others. You know. Uh, do I have? Yeah. To, I won't have to continue to pay for college tuition though if she. If she's there, there. no college is free in Denmark. Okay, now we're talking. (laughs) Now we're talking. What what are we doing here, (laughs) Dave? Well, Uh, Nina, this has been. How often do you? By the way, before we finish, uh, how often do you Mm -hmm. go back there? As often as I can. I have seven siblings. Oh my God! Wow, where are you in the rankings? Uh, I'm in the middle. I'm the odd one in the middle. Okay, my my wife is uh, (laughs) the fourth of seven. Also. Oh really? Yeah. She has oh, five wow. sisters and a brother. Oh, I only have two. I have two younger ones that are my best friends. But um, I go as often as I can. I mean, I try to book jobs all the time. Like I have a movie coming out in May with Aaron Eckhart, and I shot it in Budapest. Oh. And then, you know, I try to do things in Budapest or anywhere 
Prague, wherever, so I can pop over and say hi to my family at least a couple of times a year. What about Chicago? You ever make it? Have you? I would assume. Um, yeah, you know, I had a music manager in Chicago, and and you guys like that hard rock that I do, and you guys are very angry. You like that? <laughs> hard edged <laughs> is what we are. Yes, hard, yes. hard edge. Streetwise, um, but, you know. Yeah, yes, we, we are inner very city urban, fighters yeah. is yeah, what yeah. we are. Me and Rick are very urban. <laughs> we are very, <laughs> very happy. You can probably yeah, tell. Yeah, but you, you, you like because my manager. Um, has disturbed he's the one that's been with disturbed the disturbed oh, guys oh wow okay. yeah and all of those yeah so it's like that crowd where it's straight up it's just refreshing to me because it's just straight up no bullshit you know yeah it's like kind of the opposite as here yeah for in right. LA. exactly yes so you guys are very refreshing to me i like it and and you like you know the kind of music that i like even though i don't look it i i just like you know that kind of I don't know how you want to put it. Um, just you know, more intense music. Yeah. All right. We love it. Yeah. We, yeah. We love this intense. I love this intense music until about seven o'clock at night before right. I go to bed. And then Dave needs a nap. Yeah. Then I need yeah. to take my Ambien and then go to right. bed. And, right. You know, I'll we eat are... dinner at around five. Oh, then we're rockers, Nina. Yeah. We are rockers. Well, but I do the same. I mean, I'm a yogi. I don't drink. I'm a vegan. I don't have any tattoos, any piercings. Oh. I'm up every morning by five thirty, six o'clock. I mean, if it's up to me, I'll go to bed at nine. I am so rock and roll, but that's the new. I'm straight edge. Yeah, there you go. That's, yeah, so you guys prudent. are straight edge. You're cool. We are, so and, do, and so are you. Do you have any way. plans to come to Chicago? Because we, we can, uh, t we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll give you meatless pizza, you know, and, and, and take you to hard, hard rock music. And They're uh, really, it's, <laughs> Chicago is not really a vegan's delight. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're kind of known as the hog butcher of the world here, so... Uh, but but I heard it's, it's it's changing because I work a lot with guys from Filter, Gino, the old guitar player. Oh, wow. And okay. he opened a restaurant there. And he said um, there is a lot of uh, vegan, like you guys are waking up slowly. Uh, slowly. Yeah. Yes, slowly. Yes, yeah. slowly. While we're dodging the bullets. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, uh, well, thank you, Nina, for being on the show. You're, you've been a delight. Yes, this you're is, delightful. We've had a, a, a really fun conversation. I wish you the very best. If people want to follow you uh, in your career, you mentioned your website. Can you mention that again in your, uh, your social yes. media? It's just my name, ninabergman.com, and at Instagram is where I'm most active. Um, and it's my name again, Nina Bergman, or Twitter, Facebook, but Instagram is where I spend most of my time okay. if I do social media. Yeah. Thank you, Nina. Yeah, we really well, thank you. We really appreciate it. This was fun. And we'll see you again next. Uh, I, we assume you're going to do this every week with yeah. us, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every Wednesday. Yeah, but now. I'll come back. In next, Copenhagen. Next movie. Yeah, yes. come well, to your your daughter is gonna love it. It's very safe too. Yes. Um, well, ser seriously, reach out to us. We'll be happy whenever you have another movie to have you on. And uh, yeah, you know, we'll we'll talk to you soon. See you later, Nina. Bye. See you later. Yes. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. There she is. Oh, she's very Nina nice Burke. lady. Very nice. Very lady. nice. Well rounded. Very nice. Musician. Uh, model it's got a good sense of humor yeah, she thinks we're funny that's yeah, really that's all really, that matters right all, i mean right, yeah. in the that's, big scheme of things was exactly what, what got. who are we talking to again i don't even remember but she laughed at 42 percent of our jokes which is yeah, pretty good not bad not bad uh well we have people to thank for this uh, show first of all thanks to uh, nina for coming on the show we also need to thank uh, wendy shepherd wendy for... who, who lined it up for us uh 
We have uh, Tony Lasano is the executive producer of Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Mm-hmm. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next so, week. Yeah, well, it's, I'm going to say next yeah, week. Yeah, why not? Right, with another episode of Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?